there's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show, January the 2nd. Paul Cooney here with Barry Ferguson and John Hartson. Well, the talking has started 2-2 at the end, but it's going to go in long into the night and tomorrow as well. Uh, everyone's talking about the Conor Goldson, the handball, which referee John Beaton didn't go to VAR, Barry, and didn't give a penalty. Yeah, well, I watched that a couple of times, Paul, and um, for me, Conor Goldson, um, arms or hands are in an unnatural position and if it strikes his hand there I, I, th I thought it was a, a penalty and I think Rangers have got away with one there um, I know that's going to be the talking point I thought the second half the Rangers point of view was was really good in terms of the way they approached the game um, but if you're asking my honest opinion Paul strikes Connor Golson hand there I, I thought straight away yep penalty There is a controversy there we'll talk about how both teams played overall and Celtic will be unhappy with some of the aspects. But John, what about that position there? We're looking at it again, uh, Connor Goldson. I think it was hard to see the first time, but when we saw the replays, well, you called it. Well, we, we said this before the game. We, we didn't want to be in this situation, right? But the, the, the problem is, it's clear and obvious. It's, it's hit his arm. Natural, Paul. <clears throat> Natural, your arms are by your side. Unnatural is when your hands are up in the air. It's hit his hand. How on earth the penalty is not given, I will never, ever know. So, uh, listen, I don't want to get myself... Sure. I've spoken yeah. about this before. Yeah. Um, we're all thinking in you, it's a penalty. You know, where's John Beaton's position? You know, is his positioning right? All right, you can say he missed it, but then Willie Collum, who's in charge of the VAR, how many times did you have to see it? Uh, I'm not making excuses. Rangers were very good today, especially in the second half. They got the noses in front. You know, really, really good goal from from Ryan Kent, and they'll probably feel aggrieved that they they didn't hold on to win the game. But that decision to not give Celtic a penalty for a handball by Ryan uh, by by Goldson is um, is actually embarrassing. It really is embarrassing that officials cannot see that. We're on the socials at Go Football Show. We're with Barry Ferguson and John Hartson with me, Paul Cooney. Uh, Frank is on the socials saying, credit to Ange Postacoglu, he took off Hatati, arguably Celtic's best player, uh, and he left on Kyogo, who was probably their weakest player until that point, John. And then it's Kyogo who gets the equaliser. Well, that's what we said, didn't we? Yeah. He was brave because he kept two strikers on and Kyogo wasn't really... He didn't show his, his, his threat at all today. Nothing really went for him. He tried to run him behind. His touch with the ball was coming off him once or twice. He really, really wasn't in the game. But that's what Barry alluded to during the game. That's what good strikers do. They always put themselves in that position and he gets the equaliser. So it was really brave from, from Ange uh, to make that uh, substitution, to, to put the two centre-forwards, Jack and Marcus and Kyogo, still on the pitch. 
There's that goal there. John, as a Celtic legend, who were the better team today? Celtic for half an hour in the first half. I thought the, uh, and then in the second half, I thought Rangers pretty much controlled it. They got the penalty. I felt it was a penalty by Stafford. He doesn't have to tackle like that. And then Celtic was like, Rangers got away with one, with the, with the penalty that should have been. But I think Rangers will be the di- more disappointment, disappointment out of the two teams because they have to get themselves in front. They probably felt they should have had all. But we'll hear what uh, Callum McGregor is saying in a moment or two, and then we're back. 0808 17 17 700. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show, Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson and John Harson. We're just, uh, you know, going over the game. We see Dyson Maida scoring in five minutes. Seems a long time ago. Terrific goal. He took for Celtic. It was handed to Morel as just a straight pass. Goldson should have done better. Uh, so to Tavernier, Gary's, uh, Barry's point was Tavernier should have taken one for the team to stop him. Yeah, you, you, listen, it's, there's three parts at Paul. Slack pass with Morelos. Um, Maeda doesn't take the best of touches, so um, Tavernier has got a, a chance to um, clear the ball or, 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 as I said, Paul, take one for the team. You foul him. Um, at source and make sure you get back in and, and you get organised um, for a free kick um, for Celtic and then obviously Golson as well could do a bit better so I, I think in the first 30 minutes up until I think it was 28 minutes when Joe Hart made that mistake I think Rangers got a bit of confidence for that and I think Michael Beale would have been happy enough getting in at half time but I've got to give him credit I thought their, their set up in the second half was excellent the press Rangers really uh, sorry the press Celtic really well Never gave them much time in the ball. And um, I thought overall, Rangers dominated pretty much most of the, the second half. And then you look at Celtic's um, equaliser, it is a scrappy one for Celtic, uh, from Rangers' point of view. A good finish by Kyogo, but I think the Rangers players will be sat inside that dressing room just now. Badly disappointed that they never took the three points. It probably feels like a defeat. Yeah, I, I said, Paul, I, I thought Rangers had to win to make sure there was a... A, a title chase on look nine points you, you never know in football but um, you, you know the way that Celtic have been playing this season there's been only one defeat um, I think that's what is that 17 wins one draw one defeat um, in, in 20 games it, it's a it's a brilliant record um, and I've got to be honest I see Celtic dropping nine points I know there's two old firm games very unlikely but at least Rangers showed me something in, in yeah. the second half. They showed a real appetite, a real desire, a real togetherness. And I'm sure Michael Beale will be happy going forward. Um, but he still knows that there does need to be some changes within that squad, a bit of personnel changes. There'll be some going, there'll be some coming in. Um, but at least they, they, they showed Celtic that they've got a bit of fight in them. 0808 08, 17 17 700 you can call Barry Ferguson and John Hartson or come on the socials at Go Football Show Jim's been on asking both of you you first John should Aaron Moy have been on from the start? Well it's, it's, it's easy with hindsight isn't yeah. it you know Hatati's been brilliant for Celtic O'Reilly is a really good player McGregor has to start yeah. I actually felt before the game now again it's all with hindsight you know ifs buts I actually felt that after their performance at um, at Hibs the other night where they demoralised Hibs for long periods of the game. Hatati at right back, Moy yeah. in the middle of the park. Moy got himself a goal. Um, Celtic's shape looked really good. And then obviously 
Uh, Alistair Johnson makes his debut. Um, Greg Taylor gets injured. Juranovic comes in out of position, but he has played there before. Um, should Moy have started? It's easy to say now, isn't yeah. it? You know, Ange hasn't got a lot wrong. I just don't think Celtic were at their levels today. No. Nowhere near it. Um, they played in, in fits and starts. Yes, they did brilliantly well to get back into the game at 2-2 because it looked like at one stage Rangers were going to hold on. Mm. Celtic would have had no complaints other than the penalty shout, which we've, which we've alluded to. Um, but what, what this has done, as Barry just said, I think Michael Beale will feel now that they will push Celtic now as 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 you know as far as they can. Rangers are capable of going up against Celtic. There's been a lot of talk about Celtic being the best team in Scotland, having the best players, having the best group. But Rangers, they defied all that logic today. Rangers were the better team for long periods of that game and they'll feel aggrieved that they never held on for the win. Barry, I wonder what Giovanni van Bronckhurst is thinking about the last five games, four wins and almost winning against Celtic. They didn't, it was a draw. Do you feel for your old teammate? Yeah, I don't like MD losing their job. Yeah. Um, but listen, the, the results were, weren't good enough, Paul. Uh, and Rangers made the decision. And looking at it now, I think it's been a good decision. That's five games, um, 13 points. They're coming up against the lead leaders, the team that clearly are on top for them. Uh, and apart from the first 25, 30 minutes, I, I thought Rangers um, looked apart. Um, I've seen Celtic play better, but I think that was down to Rangers. Certainly in the second half, the way they set up, they were more aggressive in their press. Um, they held on to the ball a bit better. So overall, I'm sure inside that Rangers dressing room, it'll be one of disappointment because there, there was a chance there to, to clock back to, to, to six points. But there's there's a few positives, certainly, from watching the game to take out of that. And um, it's looking bright going forward with, with Michael Beal. It'll be an interesting January to see mm. what um, sort of deals he can do. Um, but I still believe that January is always a, a tough market and the summer will be the, the start of a big rebuild. Ryan Kent, do you think he might sign a new deal? Yeah, I think yeah. he will sign okay. a new deal. Yeah, I, I think he looks really happy. Look, before his form wasn't great, but one thing I will say about Ryan Kent was, Paul, he always gave 100%. Um, There's always a few mm. fingers pointed at certain players not giving enough. But one thing about Ryan Kent was... Um, he always gave everything on the pitch. Maybe his form wasn't great, but I'm seeing signs yet today. I thought today had another real good game. And listen, his, his finish was was um, brilliant to, to watch. And I do believe that Ryan Kent is in a, a happy place. Him and Michael Beale go back a long way. So that's the reason why I think that you, you could see Ryan Kent um, signing a new contract. I can see on the socials a lot of people tuning in to us now that the game has gone. They're totally listening to John Hartson and Barry Ferguson. Maeda scored in five minutes. Celtic looked to be on top. Uh, and then Greg Taylor went off in 20 minutes. Juranovic came on, obviously out of position, but you think it's not Readjust, a problem. Yeah. But they lost a bit of momentum. Yeah. But then the crazy moment, and it was a ch it changed after this. 28 minutes, John. Joe Hart should have cleared the ball, took a bit too long, a second too long, and he, it comes off uh, Morelos. What a chance for Ryan Kent. Beautiful strike. Hart uh, saved it. Did it change a bit for you in the first half? Rangers then thought they got a bit of momentum. Well, they got on top uh, mainly because not because of that Joe Hart um, save. No, mainly because they they decided to get closer to Celtic and play with a little bit more aggression. They pushed further up the pitch. They didn't let Celtic settle into their game, play their football. They won more corners. They finished the half stronger, and then they might have felt a little bit 
aggrieved that they never got an equaliser during that 10-minute period before half-time. They come out in the second half. Michael Beale had said, continue where you left off. They were brilliant. First 10 minutes, all of a sudden, Celtic are 2-1 down. Rangers are crowded up. It's bouncing at Ibrox. And then from there, Rangers should have gone on and won the game. Celtic didn't really create very much, obviously, you know, I'm going to go and repeat about it. Yeah. Uh, the penalty decision is massive because at the time it makes it 2-2. But then Celtic showed that little bit of character, that little bit of weakness from Rangers where they didn't quite he- hold on to the lead. Um, but for me today, uh, I genuinely did feel that Rangers put in a good performance. I said before the game I couldn't see Celtic losing the game. Um, but Rangers today have, have shown that they are right up for the fight and they've got, still got you know, a, a lot of uh, determination in that team. Yeah, those chances late in the first half, two chances for Morelos, 1-0 Celtic half-time and then you said it, guys, both of you, Rangers, it's, it's yeah, doing... There's a big 10 minutes yeah, for Michael Beale and, and the Rangers team inside that dressing room. And, within and, two and he minutes. tweaked a couple of things. Yeah. He, he allowed the, the two Celtic centre-backs to have the ball but when the ball got played into midfield, the Rangers midfield was right up against their, their counterparts and... And I, I thought Rangers looked looked apart in the, the, the second half. Great Ryan goal Kent. for Ryan Kent. Yep. And obviously Sakala, who I, I thought had a, a very good game, um, got the penalty. Starfield, for me, with modern day football, when you're going out to close down a, a wide player to cross the ball in, for me, you've got to stand on your feet. Um, he slid in and for me, it's a penalty. And then when Rangers go 2-1 up, um, then I, I feel that Rangers can go on and win the game. But again... Listen, you, you can never um, knock Celtic, even when they're not at their best. Um, they, they kept plugging away. And listen, it was a, a scrappy goal for Rangers to lose. Um, but overall, as I said, Paul, you've got to take as many positives because the last time we played Celtic, we got an absolute doing. Yeah. It was men against boys. Um, but today, I've seen some men out in that pitch for Rangers and some real good performances. 2-2 as opposed to 4-0. Right, Michael Beale has just been interviewed on Sky. He said there were two poor goals to give away. He felt Celtic's goals. He said he didn't want the halftime whistle to come. I felt we were in top. Mm-hmm. He said Celt- uh, Rangers should have gone 3-1 up. Uh, Malik Tillman had a chance, but he didn't take it. Yep. Remember that the one? one I, yeah. I think it was Kamara played them through. Um, and to, to be fair to Carter Vickers, he's made a great recovery. Um, tackle, but sometimes when you see when you see Tillman getting into that position, um, he normally puts it in the back of the net. So that's why I think he's he's disappointed in that. But I thought Rangers were real impressive, certainly in the second half. Paul, he then said, saw a lot of good things in the game, a lot of commitment to the cause. We've only been together for a few weeks, and we showed we can compete. John and Rangers certainly did today. Oh, they certainly competed. Yeah, they should. They maybe they'll feel aggrieved. They never won the game. If they'd have been a little bit more nouse defensively, it was a scrappy goal, the 2-2, um, then they could have run out winners. And what a result that would have been for them. The Rangers um, were the better team today. I thought felt sadly played in, in, in fits and starts. They were nowhere near their best. They never got their passing game going. A lot of balls went astray. One or two of your, your big players that you really expected to control the game never happened for them. It was Rangers' day. Unfortunately for Celtic, they've come away from Ibrox with a point. They haven't been beat. So that that's probably one of the only positives that has come out of the game for Celtic today. He then said it's a cracking game for everyone. Started the game well, this is Michael Beale, but lost control and made mistakes and errors in passing. Who's on the line? 
Call one. We'll tell you what Andrew's saying in a second or two. Good, good afternoon. Hello there. Uh, not the call's coming in, but we won't go to that one just now because we're going to hear from Ange Postacoglu in a moment or two. Cracking game, Barry, overall, for people watching it. We're obviously engrossed in it here. but It yeah. was a cracking game for me the last yeah. 10 minutes of the first half and the, and the second half. But what one thing is you, you've seen a real commitment for the Rangers players, and that's been lacking in games previous against Celtic. Could Celtic have overran Rangers um, most of the time? Uh, and that's the thing that I'm sure would have pleased Michael Beal and the Rangers supporters um, at Ibrox today and watching on the TV. Great, we'll tell you what Andrew's saying. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely, John? I said yeah. I, I totally agree with Michael Beale. He didn't want half-time to come, whereas I'm shouting for half-time here. Celtic are desperate for half-time to go in at 1-0 because Rangers, they really were on top You know, in the, in the last few minutes of the first half. Right, I'll tell you, where, where did Ange start on that one there? I'm just checking. So that was Michael Beale there. <laughs> just, uh, I'll tell you what he said, yeah. He said a cracking game for everyone. Yep. Um, he said, started the game well. This is Ange Postacoglu a few seconds ago on Sky Sports. Celtic, he said, we started the game well, but lost control and made mistakes and errors in our passing. Difficult place to come to and we handled it okay. John, you'd agree with that, wouldn't you? They lost that momentum. The passes were slack. They lost the momentum, yeah. yeah. They were slack and Ange has admitted it himself. And myself and Barry, we've seen Celtic play. You guys mm. have seen Celtic play so much better. They seem to lose control. Rangers, in all fairness, they they got on top, um, and they started to you know they they showed a little bit more uh, aggressive in their press, and um, you know as Michael Beale said there, they they didn't want half time to come because they almost you know it was a let off for Celtic going in at one nil with certainly Morelos had two free headers in the six yard box. The marking had to be better. You know, luckily for yeah. Celtic, he, he never took advantage of it. But in the second half. Um, Rangers came out of it. They flew out of the out of the, um, the traps. out of the traps, yeah. and uh, deservedly went two one in front. John will come back to you in a minute and see who are the standout for Celtic. This is Ange Postecoglou a few moments ago. He said, "Ibrox, difficult place to come to, and we handled it okay. We tightened up in areas where we usually are free flowing." Yeah, I've got to agree with him. Listen, every time I watch Celtic, they're, they're free flowing, um, interchanging all over the pitch, full of energy. But again, I think that comes down to the way that Rangers changed their, their setup midway through the, the first half and certainly in the in the second half. Um, when, when you don't give good players space and time, Paul, they're, they're going to struggle and that, that's what I thought Rangers certainly done in the, the second half. Because if you look back in previous old firm games, it's been all about Celtic. Celtic have, have, have dominated um, the game from start to finish. And listen, it was a big moment for Rangers yeah. today. Um, they competed really well. And I thought certainly in the second half, that's the best I've seen Rangers in an old firm game for a, a, a number of years. On Sky, we're seeing the Ryan Kent goal again. And John, that's the thing that Rangers fans haven't seen enough of, the way he cut inside, took the goal, lovely strike. It's a brilliantly taken goal, but if you're Alistair Johnson, you, you send him down the left side on his, I say weaker foot, he's, yeah. he's, he's strong on his left side as well. But he's almost, you know, he's cut inside on his favoured right foot. You know what he's going to do. You know he's going to try and bend it in that far corner beyond your heart. And I just felt from a defensive point of view, it, it, it was too easy. I think Alistair Johnson should have done better, should have got closer. But listen, from, from Rangers' point of view, from Ryan Kent, he'll probably think that's a wonderful goal. And it is a wonderful piece of skill. But defensively, I think you've got to get closer there to stop that. When you see Ryan Kent in the positions, more often than not, he takes that extra touch. But if you watch the goal, when the ball's played to him, one touch inside and he unleashes a, 
an unstoppable, unstoppable shot past um, Joe Hart. And that's where, listen, his assists are, are pretty decent. But I want he, Ryan Kent should be a player looking in between 10 and 15 goals a season because he, he's got all the attributes. Who were the top players, John, for you from a Celtic point of view? I'm just trying to think. I don't, well, think, there, I don't think there was that yeah. there was that many. I think Maeda for his goal and his work rate. I thought Cart, uh, Cameron Carter-Vickers tried to keep it stable at the back. I think he put his head on many things that came into the box like he could. He tried to come out for the back. He, he, he tried to sort of stable the back four, if you like. Yep. Starfelt made a ridiculous challenge. That led to Rangers' penalty when he brought down Sakala. You know, he caught Sakala's trailing leg, if you can mm. clearly see it. Um, but other than that, I, I thought our midfield weren't up to the level that they'd expect from themselves. You know, these yeah. players have got high expectations. You know, a, a lot of um, what they normally are at in terms of their levels. And I don't think they reached them today. And ultimately, it could have cost them. But they showed great um, great uh, um, character to get back in the game. You can clearly see Sakala is trailing leg. His right leg. We're just watching the video here. Watch yeah. his right leg. There, it's dragged across and I think it's a penalty. He knows himself, Starfield. Mm -hmm. Watch his face here. There. Right, watching his face. He knows, yep. he knows right away he's got his hand up. Um, but a guy with that experience, you can't go to ground. No. Mm -hmm. You can't go to ground. Yep. Um, and again, listen, you're talking about um, performances. I thought Rangers overall, there was a lot of good performances as a team, as a unit. Yep. They were really good. Mm -hmm. Um I thought Connor Golson at the back, Glenn Kamara and Lundstrom. Tillman came into the game. He impressed time. you today, didn't he? Yeah, big time in the second half. But um, Sakala, for me, um, was a real threat all afternoon. And Juran he gave Juranovic a tough afternoon. And he justified his inclusion from the start. Yeah, he was yeah. a surprise because I thought maybe if he would have put Tillman in that kind of right area and, and started with, with Ryan Jack. Um, but listen, I was proved wrong. Michael Beale came up with a... Uh, the right team and, and certainly Sakala um, if he plays like that he plays every single week Paul Rangers fans will wonder why didn't they produce this kind of performance uh, earlier in the season but they slipped up mainly at other grounds didn't they against the smaller teams ok they did big time yeah, against the, Celtic so yeah. that's down to attitude listen yeah. if, I always say this see if Celtic and Rangers are on it mm -hmm. or 7 or 8 of their players are on it Paul they win every yeah. game that's why they're in the big bucks. Yeah, yeah. That, that's why the, both of them go head-to-head -head every single year. And I, I'm not being disrespectful to other teams. Listen, you get tough games yeah. away from home. Um, but if your attitude's spot on, your commitment's spot on, um, more often than not, you should be winning games. And Rangers have dropped too many points. Um, St. Johnson away, three points. At home against Livingston, two points. And the last game before the World Cup break, two points yeah. at, at St. Mern. Um it wasn't good enough and that's why the manager lost his job but certainly there's been an, an upturn in, in form since Michael Beale's coming in uh, come in, sorry four games previous to the game today 12 points performances could be better but I've seen signs again today uh, improvement and I thought overall Rangers will be really disappointed they never took the three points John Hartson we're just seeing that moment where Ray Hitati fantastic Celtic player top scorer hadn't scored against Rangers and he has now, and to score with two minutes to go in regular time. Well, he's like he does what most strikers do, Kyogo. He's in the right place at the right time. You see it there, highlighted, um, and it falls nicely to him. It's a poor goal to give away, but it's a good finish because there's a lot of uh, players on the line. McGregor spreading himself as big as he can, 
and the only place really he can score is high in the net, you know, and he's he's lifted it and it's it's a really nice finish. But again, that's what that's what um six million pound strikers give you, Paul. They give you them goal threat for ninety minutes. John, what are you thinking then at the end of it today? Two two. Um, well, I'm thinking that I don't think Celtic fans should be getting too disillusioned by everything. You know, they're still nine points clear with 18 games to go. They'll probably still have to lose four games where they got a 20-goal advantage. Um, so they, they'll know they want to get back on form. They've got a couple of games now coming up. So they need to get back to winning ways. It's a really difficult venue to go. Ibrox, credit to Rangers. They played exceptionally well today. Will be, they'll be disappointed they never sorted it through and got the three points, which they desperately needed. Uh, but I think the positives for Rangers are Michael Beale will think he's got a team that have got a lot of heart, a lot of desire, a lot of fight in the team and quality. And from Celtic's point of view, Ange Postecoglou will know they can play a lot better than what they did today. Just seeing that uh, replay of the penalty incident, that's a great save by Conor Goldson. Yeah, it is. Rangers got away with one. Oh, that's that's um, that's his best I could put it. Um, I'm watching it again. Yeah, yeah and his his arms are, or his hands are in an unnatural position. Yeah. Uh, clearly strikes him. Um, but listen, loads of positives <laughs> for Rangers to take out the game. The only negative was conceding that sloppy second goal and the goal they conceded after four minutes. I'm sure Michael Beale will, will watch that back and um, he won't be happy with that it won't change things though Barry will it they need it's to get going to be tough, January Paul. yeah as it's well it's going to be tough yeah. to claw back the nine points I said that uh, before it was a must win for me um, so we just need to wait and see January is going to be a big January for mm. Rangers um, I don't know if there'll be an influx of players Paul because um, you heard Michael Beal speak about it he's not going to bring fillers in and I love that quote it's players that are going to come straight into the starting 11 and make Rangers stronger um, so we'll wait and see what what deals can be done in January tomorrow night we'll be here from five we've got Mark Guidi who'll be with us and Andy Walker who obviously is there doing it on Sky this afternoon the story of today Dyson Maida scoring for Celtic in five minutes that's how it stood at half time 1-0 Celtic and then Rangers two goals one in 47 minutes Ryan Kent making it 1-1 and then a penalty James Tavenier stepped up 2-1 Rangers and that's how it stayed until the 88th minute when Kyogo who had a quiet day by his standards popped up and scored his goal for Celtic so 2-2 at the end thanks to everyone John, Barry thanks so much Cheers, Paul. Yeah. thanks Paul we'll see you Barry on Wednesday John later in the week or next week as well thanks so much some great music coming up next and we're back tomorrow night Go Radio Football Show at 5 the Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.